Hello, LA Kings fans, and welcome to episode 52 of the Kings Den, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 52 of the Kings Den in these difficult times that we all are going through. As always, I am your head, I am your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, before we get started, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Kings Den THPN. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at hockey pod net don't forget to follow me your host jordy cunningham on twitter at cunningham jordy don't forget to follow the hockey podcast network on youtube at the hockey podcast network and don't forget to follow us on patreon for just one dollar you can find all our exclusive bonus contents and for now the thursday episodes because those are bonus because just to remind you as well we are down to one episode a week just new episodes on mondays with the whole coronavirus and covid19 pandemic going on we are down to just one episode a week just on mondays some podcasts around the network are still recording the thursday episodes and they are going directly on to patreon so for just one dollar you can find those exclusive bonus podcasts welcome to episode 52 of the king's den of course i'm your host jordy cunningham thank you so much for joining us a lot to get a lot to get into we have shane from the ottawa senators podcast here on episode 52 of the hockey podcast network we did a lot of talk about jerseys he put his input into our into our jersey bracket the la king's jersey bracket which we will get into later in the episode it was a lot of fun talking with him we've talked with him before the frozen biscuit podcast so we'll definitely get into that that that'll be played later but of course we do have to start with some coronavirus talk as always because it's the only thing really going on right now in these wild strange times the we talked about it last episode how two Ottawa Senators players tested positive for it. It's now two Colorado Avalanche players have tested positive as well. All of them unnamed so far, but that has brought the total up to four around the NHL. Again, some concern for the Kings maybe as well because they played Ottawa recently Like when this all went down as well. Like we said last episode, the Kings against Ottawa was, was the last game, professional sports game in the four major sports to be played. But they also played Colorado a bunch recently as well. So you just never know. So hopefully cross your fingers i know la kings players are getting it at all it's good to see what what things are doing what companies are doing around around the sporting world to help out with the pandemic going on you see bauer is starting to make masks like face shield masks instead of hockey masks to help with for doctors and nurses and such and you see fanatics the jersey company they're stopping production of mlb jerseys to make masks out of mlb jerseys which is awesome so good for them to be doing that helping out the cause because we all want this pandemic to be done quickly and selfishly we all want sports back and that's not going to happen until the pandemic's over so we all have to do our part we all have to social distance and it's cool to see everyone doing their part to try to get this over with as quick as they can because it is truly strange times that we are living in right now it's truly truly strange times when the olympics gets canceled because the 2020 summer olympics in japan have been canceled the ioc came out i believe it was last, last monday when episode 51 came out and said that they were going to wait a month before deciding and then the night they did that team canada backed out of the olympics they said yeah we're not going until it's postponed the next day australia uh, backed out of the olympics and then the ioc their hand was forced enough just seeing two countries done they said okay we we can't do this we will delay it till the summer 2021 because we can't have countries dropping out so because of the coronavirus the olympics are now canceled which is crazy as well you just see so many things continue to get canceled but it is incredible some of the ways that 
teams are trying to are doing their part to stay to keep fans going and keep fans motivated and into their content in as it's going like we talked about before the kings are continuing to simulate every game as the season goes on you see other teams doing that as well it's not just the kings another cool thing that great another great thing that companies are doing is replaying old games whether it's on their website like the kings tv is doing it or sports up here is playing a bunch of old games not just hockey baseball as well uh, fox was playing us uh, the super bowl 51 today the patriots falcons super bowl honestly my favorite game because i'm a patriots fan sorry not sorry but what a game that was but it's cool to be watching these old games kings tv has been replaying old games they've been replaying the 97 series against the toronto maple leafs last night was the game seven when gretzky had a hat trick and the kings won to advance to the cup final so that was pretty cool to see uh, to watch that to see that because that, that footage happened before i was born and it's cool to, it's cool to relive that cool to re-see that series between the kings and the leafs when the kings and the leafs were playing each other in conference play which is wild instead of the cup final it's just a crazy thought to think of we do have some talk from some members of the la kings from this week but before we get to that let me rem- remind you about our friends at cool hockey since 1999 coolhockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed nhl hockey jerseys in north america quality is just important to them as it is to you and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the nhlpa cool hockey stocks officially licensed nhl products from adidas fanatics reebok and ccm and Hansage from their 1500 square foot state-of-the-art protection facility in toronto ontario canada to ensure the most authentic customization possible since they outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors they are able to offer the best quality pricing and delivery time on all of their best products cool hockey staff live and breathe hockey and it shows in their work find out why coolhockey.com is the number one source for nhl hockey jerseys online cool hockey is committed to providing every customer with a high quality product that is hand stitched by professionals since cool hockey does not outsource any jersey for customization that means their jerseys can be customized and shipped to you faster than any of their competitors and cool hockey jerseys and customization is officially licensed by both the nhl and the nhl pa they look they take pride in making you just like the players on the ice check out our friends at www.coolhockey.ca and we may remind you it is still going on our draft contest with cool hockey as the hockey podcast network presents the, the NHL 2020 draft lottery contest presented by tankathon and cool hockey. Once again, here's how to enter just quickly visit tankathon.com slash NHL click sim lottery until you get that outcome you like you want to click until the Kings get first overall, keep clicking it until the Kings get first overall, but you want the best 15 team outcome you like once you get the outcome you like screenshot, the results and tweet it to us at the kings and thpn tag a friend retweet the original post and the closest to 15 out of 15 right teams right we'll get a 200 gift card to coolhockey.com you must be following hockey podcast at hockey Podnet, at cool hockey and at tankathon but still check it out the draft order could be done now we don't know what's going to happen with hockey we don't know when it's coming back the draft order could be set if we go right to playoffs after this so you just never know so check out our contest the hockey podcast network 2020 nhl draft lottery contest presented by tankathon and cool hockey we had some talk from a, a few members of the la kings this week which was good hearing what's going on in the la kings life first of all we'll start with head coach todd mcclellan he was on hockey central at noon in with sportsnet this week and he had some inter- interesting things to say about what's going on in the world how different 
it is. He he was asked about what just life is like right now, and he said, "Life for me has probably been very similar to everyone else. It's a bit of a shock initially. A shock turns into reality. From that time, from that time on, it's been a whirlwind of emotions. We're all obviously disappointed we're not playing, but also from a health perspective, I have older parents. My wife has older parents. We're certainly concerned about their health as well as everyone else in the Kings and the hockey world. It's been an interesting few weeks to say the least." He said. He also got asked about after they got the coronavirus talk out of the way and that first of all shout out what he just said it's all very true we got to be looking out for the our the people older in our life our elders we have to be looking out for them we in this time because the coronavirus does affect the elders a little more than younger people so we but it does affect everyone so we have to be watching out for that but then later on they asked him about what's turned around for the kings in the past few weeks because as we know the kings seven in a row before the coronavirus shut down the NHL and head coach Thomas said it's a proud group of players players that have won in the past they didn't and they didn't want that mark and they didn't want that mark on their reputation the turnover and structure and systematic play was refreshing for the players it was something new and exciting for an older player base and the younger players came in and are very receptive of it it took a large chunk of our season to perfect it or at least get it where it was effective and that's true because this season, it has been a work in progress. It's taken a long time. We've talked about it a lot. There's the older guys that have won before on this team, and there's the younger guys. There's no real middle ground, and that's why the Kings are in a rebuilding phase. But after three quarters of the season, the Kings have finally kind of got it together with a quarter to go on to try to end the season strong. And if this is the end of the season, they sure did end it strong with seven wins in a row. But it's good to see the growth that this team has had. I know I've talked about it at length before, but it's true. This LA Kings team has had so much growth in this season and it's been so so good to see it's been refreshing to see that's for sure and then something cool that the nhl is doing they did two they did the western conference this week and they're doing the eastern conference on monday and tuesday is conference calls between the divisions they did so on friday they did two pacific division conference calls the first one was with the four captains from Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, and the fourth one was Erica uh, Ekman Larson of the Arizona Coyotes, and then they did one after that, and that was of the rest of the uh, rest of the Pacific Division. And Anze Kopitar, of course, represented the LA Kings on this conference call. It was with Ryan Getzlaff of the Ducks, Logan Couture of the Sharks, and Mark Andre Fleury of the Vegas Golden Knights. It was a very interesting conversation, about thirty-five minutes long. You can find the whole thing on YouTube. Uh, just search LA Kings, but we are going to go over it a bit here. It said they're calling it buddy calls NHL, which is pretty cool. And it's just cool to get some some perspective because these guys are the leaders and they know each other well. The leaders around the league know have have a bigger reputation. They're more well-known and all these guys have played together either on for their country or what. They know each other. They've played together. So it, over the course of the interview, Kopitar said that he's been cooking more work in the barbecue a lot and this family has been doing a ton of puzzles he said that uh gets laughed asked kopitar uh how, how are you doing with school for the kids and kopitar just said not me that's all all kopitar's wife is dealing with the school for the kids but both both gets and kopitar talked in the conversation about how the zoom conversations have kind of started where their, where their kids are actually interacting with their teachers over Zoom and learning from that, which is definitely a work in progress for anyone, for sure. But it's definitely strange times we're living in, but it's good to see that 
their kids are still getting their schoolwork in from their teachers. It's a very cool thing to see. It was funny. Getzlaff in the whole thing said that they've been asked what they've been doing around the house. And Getzlaff said he built a chicken coop at his house, which is very funny. But Kopitar, he was great in this. They, the mediator of the whole thing, a representative from the NHL, he asked the four of them, what teammate would you want to be quarantined with? And what teammate would you not want to be quarantined with? And Kopitar had the same answer for both questions. He said, Drew Doughty. He said, he said, you know, sometimes he's the most interesting guy in the world. And sometimes you look at him and you shake your head like, what the hell did he just say? That's what Kopitar said. And it was very funny. So that was a great clip among it all. But I think the takeaway I had from it is the mediator of it asked, asked the guys, what is the biggest thing? for them to try to stay in shape the players because obviously they're just at home they can't go to to the facility to work out some of them don't have a lot of equipment at the house so they got asked what are they trying to do to stay in shape and if how difficult is it going to be to try to ramp back up if the nhl comes back to regular season games i thought what kopitar said was great and here it is right now jay when you don't know when you're coming back and you usually try to ramp up fitness to a certain point to play how does that complicate the whole process? Actually, mentally, at least for me, it's, it's pretty hard. I mean, because you don't know whether you're starting in the next couple of weeks or the next couple of months. I mean, you're just trying to, you're just trying to stay loose somewhat and, and, and keep moving. I mean, uh, you know, like Mark Andre said, it's just uh, he's been ha- or lucky enough to have some, some mountains around to, to go out there. We've been lucky enough here to obviously be pretty close to the beach and we can uh you know we can go for a run at the beach or something i actually have a stationary bike too but other than that it's it's pretty much just body weight and, and core stuff for, for me that was Ante Kopitar of the LA Kings trying to just talking about trying to stay in shape and how tough it's going to be to ramp it up and it's true it's so tough i've been thinking about it and i've heard talk about it with baseball as well like baseball stopped a month into spring training like when baseball comes back, the pitchers are still going to need that month to regain everything. And it's the same in hockey. Like, the guys are going to need to get their strength back. They're going to need to get their skating back. It's going to take a few games for everyone to get back to normal, whether it's whether it goes back to the regular season or whether it goes right to playoffs. It's going to be very strange to see what's going to happen when the NHL comes back. It's going to be funny to see. how It's going to be sluggish for a little bit, unless they do, like, as a small training camp of some sort because it's gonna be it's gonna be different it's gonna be interesting that's for sure but i think i think what the nhl is doing there was great with their buddy conversation seeing the four of them talk it was a great great conversation and a lot of fun to see that now should we move on to the king's den best kings of best king's jersey of all time bracket challenge we are down to the final four but before we get to that. Let me tell you about our friends at Puffy Mattresses, rated America's most comfortable mattress. Puffy provides the ultimate sleep to thousands of customers nationwide. The Puffy Mattress is an awful memory mattress with a medium firmness level and outstanding pressure relief. Low density memory foam makes for an exceptionally soft sleeping surface. Lightweight sleepers and side sleepers will appreciate the best cradling support, which balances comfort with proper spinal alignment. Check out our friends at www.puffy.ca. On to the King's Den best king's jersey of all time bracket challenge thank you so much for everyone that voted in in all the matchups this week the elite eight matchups we are down to the final four if you can believe that we are down to the final four the from the purple and gold division the original purple and gold no names on the back that has advanced to 
to the final four. Uh, no surprise there. I thought it was going to advance as well. It is off to the final four. And and it will be taking on the original purple and black jersey, the original 1998 purple and black jersey when the Kings switched to the purple and black. So when the one final four matchup is the original gold and purple taking on the original black and purple on the other side of the final four again not really a surprise the classic raider the classic gretzky era jersey the classic black and silver moving on to the final four that is taking on the current gray alternate a saturday gray alternate the nice gray one that the kings wear on saturday home games so those are your final four matchups the original purple and gold against the original purple and black against the classic black and silver taking on the current gray alternate so three of kind of the originals the first jersey of every era of king's hockey in the final in the finals and then the current gray alternate from the alternate slash specialty jersey division thank you so much for taking part in this of course three rounds to three more votes to go the two final four matchups will go down on twitter this week we will talk about it on episode 53 and then the finals will be during the next week and we'll talk about who the winner is on episode 54 of the king's den but thank you so much for taking part seeing the participation in this bracket has been awesome it's been overwhelming so thank you so much for taking part in this it's been a lot of fun to do a lot of fun to to put together and i'm glad that you guys the fans are liking it and putting and having your voice heard in it now with that being said let's get our into our conversation with shane shane wanted to have me on we agreed that we'd it'd be a conversation that we'd both use so this conversation will be available on episode 52 of the frozen biscuit podcast this week as well he just wanted to come on and talk about jerseys we talked about the bracket challenge because of because i've been doing the jersey bracket and then we just talked about a bunch of jerseys that's have been the ones that we liked and the ones that we haven't liked around the NHL over the years. So here's our conversation with Shane Ryan from the Bro- from the Frozen Biscuit podcast. Check it out. Hey listeners, it's Shane, host of the Frozen Biscuit podcast, alongside Jordan, who is covering the LA Kings. How are you doing today, Jordan? I'm good. How are you doing, Shane? I'm doing good. How have you been able to handle uh, the lack of sports it's it's tough it's been tough having the lack of sports it's tough not being able to watch sports every day especially when this is like one of the best times of the year like nhl playoffs would be getting going soon like get into the thick of things same with the nba just winding down and then like this would have been march madness right now we would have golf starting to get in full swing baseball would have just started like it is it's a shitty time for all for all this to be happening but as long as everyone is staying safe out there and doing their part, we're going to get sports back sooner rather than later. So hopefully people are doing their part. So we do get sports back sooner rather than later. Yeah, I agree on that. Uh, I think, you know, personally, it's been rough for me. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it's the thick of things for sports. So hopefully people are doing their part and we can get back to some sort of normality over the next uh, next little while. Yeah, for sure. I will say it has been cool watching some classic games or old games that various networks and such have been playing. Yeah, it's been it's been nice to see some of the older stuff come A in. A walk down and, memory lane. Yeah, especially, you know, how physical it used to be and whatnot. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Absolutely. But even in, even in any sport, like on 
Thursday was supposed to be opening day for the Major League Baseball season, and they played uh, multiple multiple games across a bunch of different platforms, old games, and that was fun to watch those as well. Yeah, it was, yeah. and I think you know, I think the Zone is doing uh, doing some stuff as well mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, to old games and whatnot. So it's always nice to get some of those streaming services involved because they do baseball throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah, that's been good for sure. But you know, the reason why you know I, I brought you on today, and we can talk. You know, I know you're doing a a bracket for for the Kings fans and for the Kings listeners. Do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown on how that's working? Yeah, for sure. So I have been because all this. Uh, I was thinking about doing a bracket for March Madness being around the corner, anyways. But then it just kind of aligned that it worked out well to fill to kind of be a filler for something for to get fan participation going with the Kings in with no sports going on. So I have a LA Kings best Jersey bracket going right now that fans can vote on via Twitter at the Kingston THPN. It is down to the final four already. I actually started it with 17 because there was one because in the two thousands, the Kings went over jerseys and they just kept like kind of switching one little thing, but then they would also keep switching them. Like this one was home. This jersey was the home jersey, and the next year they'd flip it to the alternate. So it was all it was kind of weird the jerseys through the two thousands. But we're down to the final four. I did it by regions of like the original purple and gold region, and then I did the Raider region, the black and silver kind of Gretzky era region, and then I did like the modern day region, and then I did the specialty or winter classic jerseys region. And with that, we're now down to the final four. The vote, the voting for the final four will go down this week as it goes on and it's the original this the original purple and gold jerseys against the original black and purple or uh yeah black and purple jerseys that the kings debuted in 1998 versus the current gray alternate against the classic black and silver in the final four so it's been fun it's been fun to get fans involved and we're just winding down here but it's been a lot of fun doing it and seeing how the fans react yeah and i think a lot of fans who may not remember was that up until the 0304 season, teams wore white at home, yeah. and dark on the road. So it's just wild. These, yeah. And, you know, a lot of teams, like all they did after that was just switch that they wore their darks at home and their whites on the road. Yeah. But it kind of screws up a lot of people's timelines because they're like, you know, there's jerseys that are classified if you were to see them in. 1998 or 2000 whatever they're classified as the road jerseys mm-hmm. and then you see them in 2005 they're the exact same jerseys they're just classified as the home so i've seen a lot of people kind of confused on that uh i don't know if you've if you've taken a look at it but my go-to site for any kind of jersey history and like uh the jersey breakdown of year to year is uh the unofficial jersey database I, that might have been the one I looked at. I don't quite remember. I'd have to go back and look. But yeah, this what site I was using was awesome. Yeah, it has, probably the exact same. Yeah, it has everything you need from the years that they wore it. And if you click on it, it'll give you a little bit of a of a description on what uh, why they did it or what they changed. And it honestly could be a some like there's so many of them that are like different from one year to the other, and it's because of their socks. Yeah, just, exactly. Or like just change their socks. 
Yeah, or like a couple of my matchups early on were weird because it's just kind of nitpicking between jerseys. So like one of my matchups in the for the purple and gold region was literally, what do you like better, the the original purple pants or they brought in gold matching gold pants for a while? Which one did you like better? That was one of my matchups just because there wasn't that much change during the purple and gold era. Honestly, I love the purple and gold jerseys. They're yeah, so nice. I, I I do too. And we were, what I was saying about like how like the Kings jerseys situation was kind of weird in like the early 2000s is for example they started with the just black and purple jerseys in in 98 right and it was a black jersey with the i believe it was the crown logo on it and then and then they brought in the purple jersey as the alternate and that had like the shield logo on it and then one season they just decided to switch switch the logos on them so at one point, so for one season, they had a purple jersey with the shield logo. And then another season, they had a purple jersey with the crown logo. And they did that like with like a bunch of their jerseys over the course of, of the early 2000s. Yeah, I think a lot, of, uh, a lot of teams did like such minor yeah. uh, differences that you look at them and you're like, why, why is this showing up yeah, more absolutely. than once? Um, yeah, for sure. Like I, if look at, uh, I was looking at them yesterday and, you know, Philly had a couple of different changes for like over a decade where they're like, they're so small. The, yeah. They're so small. You don't even see it. They, and because Reebok changed the style in 2007, they went to that, like the edge yeah. style is that it kind of changed the way the jerseys look. So even though the concepts were the same from, you know, previous years, they were just made up differently. Yeah, that was literally one of my choices for the kind of modern era section of my bracket was the one of the things you could choose in a matchup was the 0708 Reebok redesign jersey. That's literally what I had as an option because there was quite a difference in the in, in how Reebok designed the jersey. Yeah, because the looking at it now, the LA Kings, you know, black jersey between... 0207 and the 0708 version are completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, for Ottawa, you know, we don't have many jerseys. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You had the you had that you had that navy blue one for a bit that said sends across it. Oh, that black, that one was so ugly. I hated it. <laughs> hated it with a passion. Um, yeah, that one was pretty bad. But if you look at like our 92 like our original jerseys and yeah. then our second year jerseys they're different only because of the numbers used on the back are different. Interesting. Interesting. Like they switched from red numbers in the first season to white numbers in the second season. Huh. That's yeah, the King, the Kings did that with one of their uh in the Raider era, the black the like Gretzky jerseys, the black and silver era, they did that with one of the jerseys as well. Yeah, they swapped from the the gray yeah, to black. Uh, yeah, they yeah. in the 91 92 or 90 or yeah 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 i don't have the years in front of me but yeah they did so it's ridiculous it's like small changes like that where yeah i know and then they had that random the burger king yeah oh what a jersey Jersey. see i would love for them to bring that back i would love for the ducks (laughs) that that is an all-time bad jersey hey it could be worse you could be like the islanders what the fishermen 
know the uh that god awful like oh yeah, yeah yeah i know which one you're talking the same about thing that the sabers had with that like yellow gray and blue jersey they had yeah yeah, yeah like those ones were horrible like i don't even yeah, know how yeah they were i improved. agree um the funny thing about the fishermen though is that they rotated between the fishermen logo and the actual islanders logo in 67 68 <laughs> really or 60 96 and uh 97 because That's fans funny. were so outright about the fisherman logo so they took the entire jersey and they just replaced the logo and then during that one year they flip-flopped <laughs> that, that, and then went to the the islanders logo completely uh, i didn't know that that's funny yeah it, jerseys are weird and like islanders and buffalo have a bad history of making some really bad ones yeah like the the buffalo ones weren't that bad they were pretty bad. That, oh, that uh, like practice jerseys. Yeah. That yellow and that's green, fair. or like that yellow and gray, they look like practice jerseys. Yeah. What uh, I never really liked the that there was a Dallas one that was bad as well. I think it just had Dallas across it. Oh yeah, they're um, they're black and white that they had. Just yeah, like, it was like it was like an alternate in like I want to say like oh eight or oh nine or something like that. Well, it was their primary jersey up until three, until oh. thirteen. Oh my goodness! I didn't even remember it was their primary. Yeah, that one was pretty yeah. bad. Because it was their home primary, and then they had. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that one was they bad. The, they came up with the white one, like the white version, and they had the white version as their as their road for a little bit before redesign. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah, those were pretty bad. I just going through those jerseys of like. That 07, like when Reebok took over, there were some pretty bad jerseys. Yeah, there was. And I don't understand how it happened. Like, I, I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me either. And I don't know what year it was, but it might have been around the 07, 08. Then Tampa Bay had the alternate that said bolts across it. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I uh, I like it a lot better than their blackout jersey that they have. Yeah, there. yeah. Those Those aren't good. The blackout ones, those aren't great. I like the it was the, the the their fourteen to seventeen alternates their black bolt one. I yeah, that was prefer bad. over their because they also had one, and yeah, they had their their blue one that had bolts on it. And yeah, I know I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Yeah, the black no, one wasn't bad. Yeah, for sure. Oh, here I, I want to say something here. So we can all agree that the original purple Mighty Ducks jersey is one of the best ever. Easily. The current, like alternate with the with the Mighty Ducks logo, but orange jersey. That jersey stinks so out ugly. loud. It's so ugly. It's I mean, real like, bad. Even even the other one, like they're they're purplish, blue with their like that that concept. Ugly. Yeah. Hate it. Throw it out. Get rid of it. Even the jerseys they won the cup in. Those things kind of stunk. But they had like those ones weren't bad because they had to rebrand. Yeah, that's they true. That's true. They weren't bad, but they weren't ideal, and I think when they brought in that like their current home in a way set is kind of what they were looking for to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. For but sure. To be fair, like it wasn't compared to other jerseys at that time. They weren't, they weren't bad. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. The that's greatest, true. That's but true. They weren't bad. Yeah. What and would you then, say is the greatest jersey of all time? Ooh, that's rough. That's, that's tough to, are we talking like just like as a whole or like, yeah, sure. Across the whole NHL. Past and present. Oh man, that's tough. Okay, here you can do the whole NHL and then currently. My opinion: the best jersey colorway 
was probably the the white, green, and red New Jersey like in their eighties. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Or even their can like the Kansas City Scout jerseys before they went to New Jersey. Yeah. Currently, it's, it's so hard. I think you know Boston and Pittsburgh. They're class, like, even yeah. like the retro Kings jersey that they released. Yeah. It's oh yeah. So hard to to pinpoint like the best jersey. I think the the worst jersey still is the Islander Star jersey. I can't stand it. That yeah, that's the true. NY. The jersey I miss the most is the Statue of Liberty Rangers jersey. <laughs> the Merrick Malik shootout goal jersey. Yeah, like I, I wanted to redo that jersey so bad. Yeah, yeah, that there was mixed feelings about that jersey. You know what I want? And I think it got me it got me thinking when I was playing uh, NHL 20 the fact that the like the original Winnipeg Jets fall under both, they have it under both the uh, Arizona Coyotes and the Atlanta like, and the Winnipeg Jets, with, for no reason. Yeah, they need to bring in Atlanta because Atlanta had some decent jerseys. They like, weren't bad, like the light blue jerseys. Yeah, even their their original dark jersey was, yeah. was different at that time. Yeah, for sure. So I will oh. admit though that their their football style jersey that they wore, like their alternate, that burgundy with the number at the front. Yeah. I could have done without. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Light blue okay. Was but, mint. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just brought up light blue. So here's a question for you. What did you think of that like one or two year uh, light blue alternate that the Panthers had? With, oh, I Do you remember that, that one? Because yeah. that one I honestly didn't think was that bad. I was just confused. Uh, yeah, it was confusing more than anything, but it actually it, wasn't it bad. It me too much of Pittsburgh. Like I just yeah, I that's know true. Where the color, like where the light, blue like the came like from. the Pittsburgh Winter Classic jerseys. Yeah, like the dark. Like I didn't know where the light blue came from. I didn't mind the logo design if it was because it was a dark blue base and then light blue like arms, bottom, and shoulders. If it was red, I think it would have made a lot. It would have been a lot better. Yeah, I just didn't know where the the light blue came from, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad jersey. No, it wasn't at all. I think Pittsburgh, though, needs to bring in that Robo-style jersey, though, where it was like that two-tone from yellow to gray. Yeah. They need to bring that back. I think that the Canucks just need to make the black 94 jersey the alternate. Yeah, the... uh, the That that they wore like four times this year. I think they need to make that the alternate, or the NHL needs to change it to like four jerseys that you can wear a year because it's just limited to three if they can make it to four then i think that the canucks would wear that if they could wear those like eight times a year instead of four that'd be sick personally i want them to go back to that colorway to begin with yeah yeah that's true because it's it's so it's such a sick colorway even the 2000s like their their 2000s colorway yeah yeah yeah. was i hate i hate the blue and green but the blue and green like represents bc Yes, and I mean I know you know I'm in, I'm from BC. I'm in BC, so I I the blue and green represents BC, but I love the black, I just, uh, yellow I know, and red. Like I know it's the original colorway of the team and whatnot, and that's what they wore when they came in. But I just I don't know. There's something about that, like the the navy, the burgundy, the gray that they used in the 2000s, and then the skate jerseys, just so iconic. The West Coast Express or, uh, jerseys, so yeah, and then the skate yeah. jersey as well, yeah. Yeah, like they're just so iconic that like reverting back to it i just i don't know i feel like it's and the fact that like they haven't gone like this is the first time they've actually gone back into it 
I feel is a little bit of a, of an insult to that yeah. era of Canucks hockey. But it could be the the way you look at it. It could be. I can see that point of view for sure. I think they did it this year because it's the 50th anniversary, right? But yeah. if they, they could have done that, that would have been cool. For the yeah. state jersey for years. Yeah. This is why I think the NHL, this is a way that I think the NHL should be more like the NBA. Look at the NBA. You have each team, they, they reward you with new jerseys if you play well in the NBA. And you yeah. can have and you have the city jerseys, you have as many as you want. And what did more jerseys do? They make more money, they make more sales. If the NHL did that... But to be fair, the, you're going to have to drop your price in there. I don't think the NHL is willing to drop from a $200 the, jersey to like a $130 jersey. Because that's how the NBA gets people. It's, not, it's only $130. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is true. But if you so. could do that... And if the NHL could approve like having more than three jerseys, that'd be awesome. Well, or there's teams that have four, four jerseys. Sorry, Vancouver, four jerseys. More than four jerseys. Yeah, because Vancouver has four. Yeah, yeah. More. Yeah, sorry. More than four jerseys. But yeah, like if you could do that, because if you look at the NBA, you have home, away. Some teams have an alternate. You have the you city. Associate. You have your city. And, and then, and then you get you get a new jersey for making the playoffs the previous year, which is yeah. sick. So it's just like, and then if you play on Christmas, you have a Christmas day jersey. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. What yeah. I want to see is Calgary bring it back and do an Atlanta Thrams throwback jersey. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. Do you remember the the Coyotes alternate? Like the oh, the, of course, like the, the vintage one, one. Well, no, well the green one that had just the Kachina head. Yeah, more in like the nineties and early two thousand. Oh yeah, I actually ha- I have it in front of me right now. But the black one that had the like purple, like the burgundy coyote and like the cream colored named yeah numbers. Yeah, those I are classics. Those hated them. What? I hated that jersey. Everyone loves that jersey. I love the Kachina jerseys. Don't get me wrong, but like the one they wore from like two thousand and eight to two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Awful. Hated it. Worst jersey yeah, yeah. in the league. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I got yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Kachina, but, they need to bring back the white Kachina. But if you bring it up, if you pull it up, when they had that, the Kachina jersey and in, in the nineteen in the ninety eight ninety nine season, they had a green alternate for it that was out that was like oh, real it was, bad. It was so bad, but also so good. <laughs> that jersey is bad. There's cactuses on the bottom of it. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. I know. In the desert. I know. You know what is an all-time jersey? Because I love the color scheme. The Colorado Rockies. Yo, that would be so sick. if I just love the blue, red, and yellow color scheme. Well, that's the thing is that they carried that color scheme over to Kansas. Yeah. And, like, I wish New Jersey would honor those teams. Yeah. Kind of like how Carolina has honored Hartford. And For I kind of sure. wish that, you know, Calgary would honor it. I mean, they kind of honor Atlanta because their their assistant captain uh, logos are the Flaming A. But yeah. Like, I wish more teams like Dallas kind of honors the California Golden Seals because they're all the same franchise. Yeah, for sure. And whatnot. And we I think... Like, yeah. It would be we nice. haven't even talked about that St. Louis has one of the best alternates of all time. Which one? That baby the red. Or the red. The red. The, the they had the blue with the red on the bottom and the sleeves. Oh, they're uh, the ninety the like the ninety seven to yeah ninety eight yeah uh, away jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were sick. Yeah, I I, I mess with them. 
Even the I white got, ones were sick. Oh, I just had I just thought of one more as well, but I've lost it. I can't think of it. The oil drop. Oh, oh God. I love the oil drop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's a question for you, talking jerseys. There was that little bit there where it was very popular to have like the jersey or the logo in the middle of your jersey was like a circle logo almost. If you look it up, you get what I'm saying. But my question is, who did it better, St. Louis or Columbus? Oh, those jerseys. Yeah. I don't know which ones you're talking about? Where, like, like the more Florida, kind of recent ones. The Florida like, did the exact same thing where yeah. it was kind St. of. St. Louis had one from 08 to like 16. You know, I didn't mind Florida's because I didn't mind St. Louis because the color scheme was good. But I think Columbus takes the cake because the logo they used was yeah. like. The, the logo and the color scheme they used was way better. Like, like the, the navy blue was, and cream color scheme is sick. Yeah. Like, and the fact that they're still using it today means that it was good. Yeah. Yeah. They they lost it for a year and then brought it back. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lovely. those are sick. Like, it was just, it was fire. Like, I loved it. I was okay with it. Super nice. Absolutely. I, and I love that, like, that this has been a big anniversary year for a bunch of teams like the Canucks, like the Sabres that they have that there have been a bunch of throwbacks this year. It's been good no, to see. I like we said, the, the Canucks, you said Carolina. Uh, you mentioned LA as well, wearing the throwbacks. Uh, I want San Jose to bring back, like officially bring back their their original jerseys. Like I just... Those ones, eh? The, the white, gray, and teal, and the teal, gray, and white, just fire jerseys. Their jerseys in like the 2000s were stink out loud bad. Oh yeah, like that, like like the nine eight to oh seven. Yeah, those like hor- like oh yeah, that, yeah, they black. were bad. I hate the black. Like I have the black jersey because I like the Adidas black jersey. Yeah, but like I, I don't know. Their previous black jerseys have kind of been. Eh. Yeah, totally agree. So, so yeah. many bad jerseys. So what? many bad ones. Well, I guess we should kind of start wrapping it up here, but what is the best winter classic jersey in your mind? Ooh, best winter classic? That's tough. That's at, like... Because there's been so many. You know, I think the... Are we talking about winter classic and stadium series or sure, just sure. winter classic? Sure, no, winter classic and stadium. All the outdoor games. You know, I think the 2012 Winter Classic Flyers jersey. Was I was sharp. just gonna say that you were reading my mind. That one was that one was good. I think With the, like the, the cream Rangers. involved. Oh, that was sick. Yeah, and I think the the Rangers 2018 Classic jersey was nice. Washington's yeah. uh, for, like Washington introducing their the white like their 2011 Winter Classic mm-hmm. was was proper. Uh, Pittsburgh's always had good ones. Eh, up until recently. Yeah. I will yeah, the, admit they're, they're blue. Like, they're, they're blue concepts. They wore in 20, 2008, 2011. Yeah. Three. I haven't liked their last three. I thought they were just, eh, should have done the RoboCop or thrown it back to the 90s. Yeah. Um, you know, New Jersey having their, their heritage during the, their stadium series. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2014 there's been so many of them yeah there's so been so I, many good ones like even chicago's had a couple of decent ones Boston. yeah oh yeah oh, one and all 
I don't think some people liked it, but I liked it. I liked when Chicago did the full black and white ones. The one year, the last, the 2019 one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I mean, it was a, definitely a throwback to their, their like first style jerseys. Yeah. I hated Toronto's all white. Hated it. It was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I tell tell me how you really feel. Like, I don't see the point of the stripes. I just, it, it didn't make sense. Detroit yeah. actually had a couple of nice ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Detroit had, has. You're right. Um, Vancouver wore the millionaire's jersey. Yeah. I against like Ottawa. Cream. Yeah. But like yeah. their 2014 classics, probably my favorite one. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. But there's been a good amount of them. There's, I love talking jerseys. There's been so many good ones over the years. Yeah. I mean, a lot of ugly ones. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, you're right. I like the, the Jets and the Flames heritage of jerseys that they wore yeah, this year. Of course. They're classics. So a lot yeah. of, and, and we should be expecting more jerseys next year. Yeah, let's hope. So, well, like there was rumors this year about Vegas getting an alternate. Yeah, and it looks like it's been pushed to next year. I don't and know. we're gonna get Seattle. Yeah, Seattle, Vegas. Apparently there's rumors like uh Buffalo and Carolina are in talks. Like there's been mentions that both of them are introducing new official uh home jerseys. Uh, oh really? A lot of people are expecting it to be a red version of for Carolina, it's going to be the red version of their black alternate. Okay. Um, and then for Buffalo, it's it's basically a throwback to, to what okay. they originally wore. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to back up one more second to Carolina. Were you? Did you like the, the new road ones that they introduced? I this love year or no? the new road ones. I do too. They're I so nice. Yeah, I like them lie. as well. It's simple. I liked them as well. They're probably the best name, like vertical or, or yeah, vertical, whatever, the named jersey that I've seen in a while. Since the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, like, I think they've done a better job than the Rangers. It's just so classic. It's it is. So it great. looks good. I like it's it a so lot. Crisp. I love it. Yeah. I like it a lot. So, you know, Otto was talking about releasing a new jersey. I, I know there's talk that the Kings are going to go back to that. Uh, the black and gold. Yeah. Who, who knows what's going to happen? You know, I, I, I haven't heard much Kings Jersey wise, but I'll have to wait and see. So it sounds like Vancouver, uh, San Jose might be bringing back their, their anniversary, their 25th anniversary edition Jersey full time. There's a yeah. bunch of rumors now, Minnesota bringing in a new Jersey, Ottawa bringing in. A new yeah. Well, logo. Minnesota has been like, hasn't had great jerseys ever. Yeah. I won't lie. Um, you know, I just think that there's a lot of teams that are going to introduce new things over the next. I hope so. Years. I hope so. You know, I think Tampa should go back to their old logo for a little bit. I like their their current jerseys now, though. I, I like their current jerseys. I think it's a little bit of a knockoff to Toronto, but you know, just the plain colors. I think that going back to their old logo as like a as an alternate jersey. Yeah. You know, I think would be smart. I think a lot of yeah. people like that logo. I think yeah, Colorado, sure. you're going to see something with Quebec for Colorado. Yeah, I hope so. For sure. Hope so. No, I think Dallas needs to, to redo their jerseys. No, their jerseys. I like the mint green. I hate their their winter classic jersey was so ugly. No, well, actually, the Nashville one was better. The Nashville one was sick. But yeah. the Dallas one wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. I, I just, what's the, like, I understand it was supposed to be a throwback to their hair, like hockey yeah. heritage in Dallas, which makes sense. But as yeah. an everyday third jersey, I can't, 
No. I, I loved the Nashville Winter Classic one this year, though. Oh, yeah, that one was sick. I thought because it was different. It was something that we hadn't seen in a long time. I thought it was awesome. Oh, yeah, I think they did a really good job on it. Yeah. I want to see sure. Pittsburgh do a Pirate, like a, a Philadelphia do a Quakers jersey and Pittsburgh do a Pirates jersey. Hell, even allow St. Louis to do an Eagles jersey. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Brand. Yeah. I honestly I would love to Dallas to do a California Golden Seals jersey. I think yeah, that'd be for so sure. So sick. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Allow them to allow them to get into their their roots of the history. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. Yeah. No, this has been fun talking jerseys. Yeah, it always is. I love I love jerseys. If you haven't had a chance, I made a I tweeted out this morning a list of year jerseys that I think NHL should have in the game that aren't in the game, and I think it's insult that they're not in the game. Okay, I'll check that it's out like a for sure. Thread tweet because it's just like breaking down each jersey that isn't in the game and should be in the game. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll check that out for sure. But thank you for for joining. Uh, where where can the listeners find you? Oh, well, th- thanks for having me. This will be, I guess it's kind of mute point because everyone will be listening to this already, but this will be available on the new episode of The King's Den as well. You can find The King's Den on Twitter at The King's Den THPN. You can find me on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy, Jordy with a Y. And yeah, that's it. Just one episode a week, as everyone knows here at the Hockey Podcast Network. Because of everything going on, we are down to just one episode a week. But yeah, check us out at The King's Den THPN. Everything you need to know about the LA Kings. And you guys can find me at Frozen Biscuit 92 or Whirly Joker 97 on Twitter. You can find everything Sends and Devils there. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great one, and we'll catch you on Monday. Another fun conversation with Shane. As always, it was always it's always fun talking with him. It's fun talking jerseys as well. I love talking all different jerseys that we've seen throughout the NHL over the years. This has been episode 52 of the Kingston. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Again, before we let you go, don't forget to like, rate, rescri- uh, subscribe, and review. Don't forget to check out all our podcasts around the Hockey Podcast Network, all 31. And also, of course, Tales with TR, Ice Analytics, and House of Hockey. Definitely check all of them out. They're all killing it. So definitely check out all the podcasts around the Hockey Podcast Network. And don't forget that it is only one episode a week right now. So just new episodes on Mondays. Don't forget to follow the King's Den on Twitter and on Twitter at the King's Den THPN. Don't forget to follow me, Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. Just all you have to do is look up the Hockey Podcast Network. And don't forget to check out the Hockey Podcast Network on Patreon. For just $1, you can find all our exclusive bonus content. And that right now includes... If some some podcasts around the network are still doing the Thursday episodes, they are going directly to Patreon right now since we are only one episode one episode a week. So definitely check those out all on Patreon. Just all you gotta do is search the Hockey Podcast Network. This has been episode fifty two of the King's End. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Stay home if you can. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will check in next Monday for episode fifty three.